The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Welcome back to the next Big Idea Daily, where we serve up life lessons for short attention spans. That's right. We take the most compelling new books about psychology, communication, leadership, and other topics, and we break them down into 10-minute daily insights. Surely you can pay attention for 10 minutes, right? I know. It's not as easy as it used to be, because our digital age has taken a wrecking ball to our collective attention span. It's gotten to the point where a lot of people complain they can't finish an article or a blog post, much less an entire book. Well, we've recruited psychologist and UC Irvine professor Gloria Mark to help us address this problem. In her new book, Attention Span, A Groundbreaking Way to Restore Balance, Happiness, and Productivity, Gloria points out that although the online world is filled with algorithms determined to distract, the real focus killer is something inside us. You probably know that algorithms can be quite sophisticated and are designed to capture your attention based on your personality or by tapping into basic emotions like fear. But it turns out that we can't blame our interruptions solely on algorithms or even other people. We are as likely to interrupt ourselves as to be interrupted by others. Now, a person might be working on, say, a report And then without any external distractor, like a notification, they suddenly stop what they're doing and check their email or social media. Sound familiar? So interruptions can originate from within ourselves, and it happens often. There are a lot of reasons why we self-interrupt. If the task we're doing is too hard or because we're bored or maybe we have an urge, say, to check email or to satisfy some curiosity that just popped up in our heads or we have a memory to do something or just out of habit. But sometimes we self-interrupt because we're just tired. The more exhausted you are, the harder it is to control your inner impulsive urges and you self-interrupt. Sometimes we need to stop our work to take care of something, and there are better times than others to pause work, such as when you reach a breakpoint in your task, like when you finish writing a section. Don't self-interrupt in the middle of a task, because then it's extra hard to get back on track when you do. Be proactive to self-interrupt at a breakpoint, Take a nice break and replenish your attentional resources so that you don't work until you're exhausted. It clearly is our problem, at least as much as it is our technology's problem, that we get distracted. So rather than blame our notifications, let's talk for a minute about what we can do to better manage our own distractibility or those own weird impulses we suddenly get to check the news or check our email. Why do we have those impulses and what can we do to rein them in? Humans mind wander a lot. I I think the statistic is about 47% of the time we mind wander. But, you know, when you're sitting in front of the world's largest candy store and all of a sudden a thought pops up in your head, it's 
so easy to look it up, right? Within milliseconds, you can get on the web and you can pursue that thought. So it's a combination of the fact that we're often mind-wandering and the ease through which we can satisfy these urges. There's habit too, of course. There, there's a habit of checking our phone. It becomes automatic. There's a habit of checking email and social media and news. Uh, these are habitual behaviors. And one thing we could do to curtail that is to become aware of these automatic urges because most of the time they are automatic and we can bring them to our conscious awareness. When we can become conscious of them, we can become more intentional in our actions. And so, you know, I have my phone sitting right next to me and rather than you know, grabbing it because it's right here, I'm able to make a conscious decision and can stop myself and say, no, I can continue to work a little bit longer and then I can take a nice break and do something else. Yeah, I would describe myself as a recovering news junkie. And I feel that instinct multiple times a day to go check the headlines. Just tap on the New York Times app and see what the latest is. And it feels almost virtuous, like something I need to do. I, I sort of tell myself this is what an informed person does. But I have started questioning that and going, do I really need to know what the news is right now? Couldn't I wait till I'm done, whatever it is I'm working on? But it's hard because those, those impulses are pretty powerful when they hit you. They are powerful, and we've been doing them for a long time. And it's very hard to break habits that we've been doing for a long time, especially when you get rewarded by actually looking at that headline and it's satisfying your curiosity. Do you see that there's any role for mindfulness and some of those practices? I think you describe in your book doing some work with meditation just as a technique for trying to rein in you know, those kind of out-of-control impulses that, that come through our brain during the day, or at least to create some space where you can think about, do I really need to do this right now? So I, I talk about this idea of meta-awareness, and meta-awareness is being aware of what you're doing as it's unfolding, be, being really in the present. Meta-awareness is a skill that can be developed, and you develop this by asking yourself questions by probing yourself about your actions to make sure that you stay intentional for what you're doing. So I'm a professional observer of behavior. I, I've observed lots and lots of people when they're on their devices, and I've learned how to become an observer of myself. And anyone can become an observer of themselves. It's a skill that can be developed, and the, the more you do it, the more it becomes second nature. And so what I've learned to do is that when I have these urges to check news, and I'm a news junkie too, I can probe myself and say, do I really need to do that right now? And chances are no. And I can stop myself and pay more attention to the thing I'm doing, the task at hand. Uh, or I might ask myself, why do I feel like I have to check the news? Because maybe what I'm doing is boring, or maybe I want to procrastinate. Maybe I just don't want to do this right now. And I confront it and say, well, 
it's got to get done. So let me go ahead and just finish it up. And then I can reward myself by checking the news. Thanks for listening. Come back tomorrow when Gloria will share strategies for planning a distraction-free day by building lots of negative space into your schedule. You can also learn about that right now if you search for Attention Span in the Next Big Idea app. And our listeners are sharing their own focus techniques in our community on LinkedIn. Check that out. I'm your host, Michael Kovnet, and I'll be back here fully focused tomorrow.